From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Yeah, checking in once again. We are here for you. you make me. I do. I made you. I make you come and do this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come on it's fun it's it's a joy i mean oh boy i just didn't know if you're doing joy like as a as a joke against me it's, sometimes that word is used against me now it's god joy <laughs> that's what this whole podcast is there's gonna be a poem on uh on easter sunday and this is not because of me but a poem's gonna be read in some way or like spoken wordy kind of thing right and it's called god hope Ooh. That's the poem's name. That's good. But it's not by me. <laughs> <laughs> so someone else couldn't couldn't think of a title enough that they just had to attach God to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. We're in the last week of March as we're recording this. So yeah. feels like we've had now two sunny days in a row. I know. It's been nice, except <laughs> it's supposed to rain on Wednesday, yeah, Thursday this back. week. Huh. So a little more rain. But hopefully, I think that's supposed to be the last of it, uh-huh. right? I don't know. We'll see. I just, I feel like I, was that your tummy tums? I don't know what that I was. I heard that was your throat or something. I don't know what it was. I hope the people could hear that. And maybe Jordan <laughs> could like boost the, boost that or something or get like a kind of a boomerang effect we're of just repeating be, it. We're just being real here, folks. You're just, I know, but you're sitting at coffee with us and these type of things happen. <laughs> <laughs> but my stomach did that I know. a couple weeks ago. But then I, I listened back to the episode and I couldn't hear it. Oh, you couldn't, but you acknowledged it. But I I heard myself acknowledge it, but I didn't hear it. Uh-huh. So hopefully the people could hear that little funny noise that your throat made just now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it did sound like, oh, I just saw, you kind of reminded me of Star Wars just now, which you're going to be like cringed out by. But I no. just saw this funny thing where this, this worship guy recorded his like, um, his like worship songs video. <laughs> In the place that they filmed the Forest of Endor Ewok scenes. Open NorCal. <laughs> is that where it is? It's yeah. up in NorCal? Yeah. And then they like spliced. So somebody like made a joke and kind of like spliced in like the Ewoks like celebrating oh, in the middle of it. Yeah, which is really funny. Send that to me or look it up. Yeah. Um, Actually, a little side note on that, not to make it about me, but um, that Ewok scene was they were talking about filming it in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. in the mountains near our house. Yeah. And a bunch of neighbors like pushed back. So they're going to have to cut down a lot of redwood trees and oh, like move yeah. some stuff around and people didn't want it. Yeah. And I remember being like seven or eight at that time being like, what? No, yeah. we could have Return of the Jedi in our backyard. Like <laughs> that, literally. That would have been so been amazing. Fun. But I think it was in Sonoma County, like oh, or pretty, pretty high up in Northern California. Okay. Okay. But that's not too far from no. you guys, right? Uh, yeah, or like five hours. Of, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty far. California's a big state. It's a really big state. <laughs> I guess I don't realize how far Sonoma is from San Francisco. Typical I know SoCal. You're, I know you're Santa Cruz. Typical but, SoCal. Yeah, it is. It so is. Everything's here and then stops in Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Well, pretty much, actually, yeah. Bakersfield is pretty. Actually, terrible. that's being generous, being stopping in Bakersfield. Yeah, exactly. Maybe before the yeah. the grapevine, right? <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, yeah. how are you? I'm doing really good. Had a huh. relaxing weekend. Yeah, somebody had uh, had to cancel a trip that they had and ended up gifting it to us. This place that they were staying. Whoa! And it was pretty nice. Whoa! Yes. So we stayed at a nice little coastal resort this weekend. They gave it to you, huh? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So we were able to, um, yeah, able to hang out there with like both our kids even. Mm-hmm. So even even Grace came down from college for a little while and like hung out with us. That's how 
that's how nice it was it was like it could draw it could draw her but then and i even like drove from there to preach on sunday and right. then drove back like so it was kind that's of funny cool. to be sort of on a little mini staycation yeah. and then drive in to preach but there is something about just in i mean we live in such a beautiful place but we're just going totally. here and there and sometimes you forget that totally it was it was pretty awesome mm-hmm. um so yeah so i'm i'm feeling relaxed feeling mm-hmm. good and uh yeah so nice little weekend although I have coming up in five days, I guess, my half Ironman. So half Ironman on Saturday, April 1st. Yes, question. Sir. Yes, question. So it's this Saturday. <coughs> yes. And you're planning to speak Sunday. Correct. How are you going to do that? Like extremely easily. <laughs> no, I'll be like maybe a little bit. You want I'll... a stool? We could put a stool up for you. <laughs> Oh my my stool used to call it the stool of vulnerability because <laughs> yeah. I would pull the stool out. To like, or you want a couch? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I could use like the, yeah, the chaise or whatever you call those, yeah. like the lounge. And I could just lounge like Jesus did with his disciples. <laughs> the chaise lounges, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just just lounging with one, like one hand on my head grapes. and my elbow, just eating grapes and being like, hey guys. Another idea. Another or, thought for you. <laughs> Like that's a, I feel like that's like Socrates. Like that's like a philosopher type thing. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So I have oh. some thoughts on the resurrected bodies we will one day have. First, you tell me what you think. All right, no, that's wrong. <laughs> but so yeah. it's this Saturday. How are you feeling about yeah, it? Yeah, this Saturday. I might be a little wobbly up the stairs. Oh yeah. You know the part. Yeah, like right before the uh, sermon. You know what? I got you. You'll help me. I'm gonna carry your Bible up there. <laughs> you can grab my arm. Bridesmaid, groomsman style. I'll walk you up there. Set your Bible up. Okay, that's good. Get the microphone ready. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. I actually texted our wonderful tech team yesterday. Okay. In the middle of the sermon. Oh. For well, multiple reasons. <laughs> I won't get into right now. Something I'd forgot that I needed to remind. But I also said I can't hear Eric's microphone. It feels like it's quiet in the worship center. This was last Sunday. Yeah. And then they wrote me back like, maybe it's you. (laughs) They were all like, we hear it fine. Yeah. But then they did put it up a little bit bit. and that's fine. So I don't know. Maybe. Could be me. I think my sermon probably would have been really bad if you hadn't got me boosted. And then all of a sudden (laughs) it was like in their ears so loud that he couldn't hear anything else. (laughs) Holy Spirit and boosters. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, All right. So you... We need to talk about a discovery you've made this week about oh, the Doan oh, family line. Yes. <coughs> I'm so, struggle busting. Sorry, that's guys. all right. Um, so, yeah, I signed up on Facebook for a family genealogy thing. Cause that's what you do when you're in your <laughs> like mid-40s. Your favorite app. You are such a boomer. <laughs> so you're technically Gen X, but you are straight baby boomer in all of your like ways of living. I completely own it. I'm not yeah. denying anything you're saying. Okay. okay. So... It's the Doan family um, group. Oh, okay, okay. So I joined that. No uh, E. No E. It's, do it's you accept e, the E it's people? N or E. Okay. Okay. That's it's we, we're what we, we mean is D O A N or D O A N. We're affirming of the of the of the, the e. N or the E. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I look up some research on that. Okay. I actually posted this on my social media. Okay. And I have a. A dark line in my in my past. Yes. There was a gain called the Doan gain. Yes. And during the British American War, they turned coat, turned to the British side, mm. spied on Americans, tried to rob people, 
and ultimately his five Doan brothers all got arrested. <laughs> Three of them hanged. <laughs> oh, man. One had to serve time and one escaped, never to be found. Okay. So I'm a descendant of one of those five. Did the dudes that got <laughs> hung already have kids? Like, so yeah. like the line continued through that's them what too? I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Or okay, maybe okay. I'm the escaped one. I don't know. Right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't go that deep. In, I didn't go that deep into it. But it's just, it was humbling because I mean, don't, my dad always said, don't name means responsibility. Oh, well, that's stuff <laughs> and now, parents make up. That's now nice. <laughs> don't mean, don't name means <laughs> you're a, a double agent well, and a robber. And Okay, question though. Do you think those were the only don'ts? Those well, five? So I had a cousin that posted <laughs> okay, on okay. my post. I was like, that's the other line. You're oh. from a, you're from the good line. But I don't know. I just feel like part of it, we all have blemish lines, right? Like if you, if you look through the scriptures, yeah, we yeah. all descend back from Adam or Abraham or even it's like, man, there's all kinds of yeah. jacked up people in the, the story, the line of Jesus. Yeah. And ultimately, we come from that same line, too. So I'm just owning it. Do you think that it did like kind of rock me sins of the father <laughs> to the generation to the generation? Or do you think you're far enough removed from that? Well, OK, so a faithful listener <laughs> oh, of yes. the podcast, yes. Cameron Willis. OK, he did remind me. He's like, you know, God said he would an exodus <laughs> punish up to the fourth generation. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was doing a little math on that. I think I've escaped that. I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And your good deeds maybe could be making up for the Doan um, <laughs> misdeeds of I the past. I don't know if that's how it works, but and your dad, your dad was also a pastor. He's also a pastor, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. So a lot of pastoral uh, came out of that makeup work here. But going. I found out <laughs> part of the story is the reason that they turned yeah. to the English side and the reason they started robbing people left and right in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. They were angry about the taxes. Oh, they didn't want to yeah. be taxed. Okay. I relate to that. But wait, the whole point of the whole point of like America is we were angry about the taxes. I think they're a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, I don't think all the information got to them in the, the back country of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I guess they might have even misunderstood who was taxing who. Yeah. Maybe once we got representation, they thought <laughs> we still don't want taxation. We don't want anything. We don't want it with or without representation. <laughs> right. They, okay, I understand. So, All right, wow. So, so don't mess with me. I'm from a gang. Yeah, you're a gang got member. A short fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing on Wakelings, although I did hear, the one thing I know about Wakelings are that we, if your name, I think maybe I've even told you this before, but if your name is like a county with Ling attached to it, uh -huh. so it's a county of Wake uh -huh. and then Ling, so it's like a little one from Wake, it's like means that you were so much a peasant that you didn't even merit a name. Like you were, you had no last name. So you're just a Ling from Wake, you know? Oh. So yeah. So I could be just extreme on my dad's side, at least extreme peasant side, peasant people from England. But I think that my Viking Swedish side Whoa. was much stronger. Whoa, yeah. that one out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Just I think that my mom married into some weak genes. <laughs> I think my kids would say the same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, my headphones almost fell off. Oh, that was funny. So yeah, yeah, you know. There All we right. go. So do your family research. Yeah, there you go. All right. So you want I see you got your uh so notes. I take notes. Anybody else take notes on Sunday when Eric preaches? Helps me. Crickets. Helps crickets. me. Uh, 
<laughs> no. you, you take notes for this, though, at, to ask me questions. No, but I typically do this no matter what. To prove me wrong. No. <laughs> I want a little bit of that. No, it just helps me stay thought focused, thoughtful. Yeah, it's good. Um, you know who takes really good notes on everyone? Huh. Is like uh, that I just, I'm sure lots of people do, but my wife takes notes. Like she brings really? a journal and yeah. takes notes in there. That's awesome. And yeah, it's really good. Lloyd Peckham at our um, Reach Retreat, we got like these name tags. Oh, yeah. And it has name on the lanyard and on the back was just blank. And so he used that opportunity and he drew all the islands of Indonesia. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's amazing. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. yeah. So they could show people. Yeah. Here's where I served. But yeah, we started off our Easter series. First yep. Corinthians 15. Yes. Such a. Oh. It's a wildly good passage. There, We did a series many years ago in the adult ministry here at Calvary where we said, let's pick eight chapters in the Bible just to study for like a season. Mm-hmm. We had to pick them throughout the Bible. We're like, how do you pick eight? Right. But first Corinthians 15 made that cut. It was just, yep. it's so good. But here's what happens most of the time. I think when you do first Corinthians 15, you do like 90% of your focus on one through 11. Yep. And like, as you should, right. As you should. Yeah. But what's been kind of fun to me is, is that we're digging into a little bit of the later stuff Yep. and using one through 11 for Easter Sunday. Yeah, that's good. So we did this whole 12 to 34 was this Sunday, um, which there's a lot in. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's got some kind of like interesting stuff in it there. Does. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, I, give me, give me your best shot here. What do you want to, well, what let's, do you talk let's about? start with the deep stuff first. Hedge of protection versus dome of protection. <laughs> yeah, so I talked about my prayer walk, right? <laughs> Eric saw, talked so, about, which was so cool. But so Eric, on Sundays, and there's actually several elders, people that yeah, do this. Yeah. Just kind of walk around our church before anyone gets here and just pray over the property, pray over the people that are coming, over yep. the things that will take place. And I love security that. team, I heard they so security team people do that as they're walking around, That's like making cool. sure your car's not getting broken into. Yeah. <laughs> they're also praying over love like, the campus. Yeah. yeah, it's so powerful. So yeah. it was neat just to hear your testimony about that. But then you did slip in. I pray for a dome of protection over yes. Calvary, not a hedge, because hedges you can just bushes. They're just bushes. <laughs> just bushes. I've always so, been co- confused about this. So a dome seems stronger to you? Well, here's the. So this is you're gonna get. This is I was not willing to say this on stage on Sunday, <laughs> but do you know the vision of a dome that I have in my head when I pray this? No. <laughs> so have you seen the prequels from Star Wars? <laughs> Like oh Phantom Menace, when they yeah. go to the, uh, I actually forget the planet's name, which we're going to definitely get an email on that. Kevin um, McMurchy, get your, <laughs> fire up your email right yeah, now. He's just, <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but no, they're, they're like fighting these battles against those little like battle droids, those yeah. little robot guys. Uh-huh. And they have that like force field dome. Yeah. It's a full on for, like, kind of like laser power force field dome. It's awesome. Covering them. Yeah. So it's more of a force field. Uh-huh. I was afraid to say force, <laughs> force field, field on Sunday morning. Rightfully so. <laughs> Can you imagine what the people would say to me? Uh, what was funny was I was actually telling this to somebody else and Tim Nellis goes, I was talking about how I, I kind of, I imagine a dome and he goes like from, like from Phantom Menace? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> of course he would exactly, say Exactly, like from Phantom Menace. Uh, and then actually one of the um, one of the security guys, Jim, on Sunday came up to me and said, I pray for a dome too. Really? Yeah. Whoa. So see? Huh. 
So well, let's the get into it though, because so I have some hedges around our little casa. Yeah, and they're prickly and they're hard to get through. Like I think a hedge is wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> there is this whole like thing. I don't know if you remember reading in like World War One, World War Two kind of history that they talk about hedgerow like warfare. Huh. So there's these like hedgerows that would, which I always I still was like confused about, but I think because they're so thick and so dense, mm-hmm. these these hedges and thorny mm-hmm. that they actually are really hard to get through. Mm-hmm. But it still just feels like you could have just, couldn't they have just lit them on fire or something? <laughs> like, I don't know. Just get some clippers. Or just some clippers. <laughs> yeah. Just a weed whacker. I feel like you can get through that pretty you quick. Can't, you can't use clippers on a, on a force field. Yeah, exactly. Force field. <laughs> you're getting blasted. You have to be able to take out the power center, but the power center is God. So you can't break that power oh, center to my so force field. Dome. Well, Whatever it is, hedge dome, praying for God's hand protection over this place. Don't you don't you ever bump on people though when they pray like for a hedge protection? Yes, I actually like, called out about a it? family member, my daughter, and <laughs> about doing this, and then <laughs> her and my wife Marie kind of gained up on me, and they're like, it's "Why like, why are you criticizing hedge protection? Like that's in the Bible." It is and, in the Bible. Yeah, I was kind of actually bummed when I thought that it actually was in the Bible. Right. Well, like back in the past when I wanted to like make fun of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, it's in the Bible. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's one of those words, you know. Often in our prayer language, we kind of attach ourselves to the certain words over and over. So we'll yeah. say things like, "God, we pray for a hedge of protection," but not. Yes, yeah. knowing so what weird. that yeah. means. Or... Just, I just pray for God. I just pray for the you, Father God. We pray a little bit. Just a prayer. Just a hedge protection, God. Yeah. Just, just if pray you're, for God, Father If you're God. not a Christian, <laughs> first of all, prayer might even just be weird in itself. Yeah. But then also, yeah, just those some of those terms, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, it's a weird word. <laughs> a hedge? Like, how many people pray for a hedge? I know. Like, don't worry, guys. We don't need to lock the door. We got a hedge out here. Yeah. <laughs> Another shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> We are the knights who say neat, and I we demand that. a shrubbery. Oh, we've never heard it. so good. Holy Grail references. Yes, I love it. Uh, yeah, so for those of you that like Monty Python, there yes. you go. Enjoy that one. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, okay, so. So yeah, praying. Hedge of protection. Walking around praying for the dome. But protection. okay, but like just a little serious part here. Mm-hmm. But I really do take that prayer time like super yeah. seriously. Um, and it's, it's really good. Um, I, I don't know. It prepares my heart, but I also think it's mm-hmm. like, I'm praying that's doing something in the yeah. like supernatural realm, meeting the natural realm at our church, right? Absolutely. Like that people would come more prepared, more like open and ready to receive from God in some way. Yep. Right. And, and to give in some way too, yep. uh, to God, not just your offering. I'm not right. just saying that, but, uh, that always helps. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So like, yeah, I'm a huge believer in, um, territorial prayer. Yeah. The idea of praying over spaces and places. And yeah, I think that's just a really special way to yeah. care and shepherd our church. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like kind of legalistic about it too in some ways. Like I, um, which I know it's a funny term to say, but like I always like really make sure I sort of close the loop that I walk <laughs> to the same, that I end at the spot. I, I go far enough. You don't enough. want any gaps. Yeah, with a lap around the entire, yeah, I don't want a little gap there. Oh, that's funny. You could have a gap in the back of the worship center, you know? <laughs> the enemy could infiltrate, but no, no, there's a force field. It's like, the Death Star is that like when you're? Oh yeah, that would like be like opening. the part of the Death Star, the opening. <laughs> yeah, that would be the opening. We can't have the opening. All right, I think we've just we've just exhausted <laughs> any Iron Man triathlon references and Star Wars. 
they're off the table now. I know we've already done Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and New Hope and Death Star. <laughs> Dang, that's amazing. <laughs> I actually saw Best podcast ever. the boys and I um, watched the Mandalorian season three, yeah. the first few episodes. So I didn't like it. I didn't like the first episode, but I like the 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 next. Next couple. one's good, but the third one's like just talking, talking, talking. Like I want to see fighting. Oh, the middle part. You yeah. didn't like the middle part, yeah. so you wouldn't have liked Andor. So I oh, really Andor like that. It, Andor is like more just regular life. Yeah, but that whole thing is setting up something. Yeah, I I can sense it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry, people. <laughs> okay. So we, yeah, first Corinthians 15 the oh, idea yeah. that if we can't believe in the resurrection, then our faith is foolish. Yes. Meaningless. Yeah. It's empty. Yeah. Pretty crazy, huh? Isn't it interesting that there were these people there and I just kind of like talked about it just pretty like briefly, but it's hard to like get into the details of it. It's not even that interesting, but like that these people that just didn't believe in the possibility of bodily resurrection, but it feels like they, they even must've believed in some other they 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 were open to some sort of Jesus like went up into heaven or something that he was spiritual only kind of this like Gnosticism where the the physical body is evil right mm-hmm. like there's some of that involved um, and so Jesus because so, some people back then believed that Jesus was never in an actual physical body mm-hmm. you know that the Gnostics and right. and because our physical body is is cursed and evil but we're yeah. like no 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 Jesus came and actually was perfect version of that yeah. right so this gets into a whole different thing and had a little discussion with this with some people yesterday too mm-hmm. based on what we were talking about with first mm-hmm. corinthians 15 of in our culture it's kind of in every culture this has been an issue like in our culture right now it's not your body that defines you it's what's your soul or your mind right yeah. that people would say and so therefore my body's utilitarian yeah towards the things that i'm thinking so like if i think i'm a woman mm. and my body's not then Oh, yeah, I can change my body because yeah. my mind, I hope no one clips just that part, but yeah, exactly. Um, but do you know what I'm saying? So, right. that, or there's a sense that like, Oh, I can be sexually, um, I'd say like dangerous or, um, or promiscuous, oh, promiscuous, or yeah, promiscuous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but it doesn't affect because my, that's just my, my spirit is still connected to God. This my, so it's a separation. So that's, that was mm. happening in the first century. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul's getting at here in Corinthians. It's happening 2023 too. Like yeah. same type of wrestling match that people have. Yeah, exactly. And so then they somehow didn't believe in this kind of miracle could happen. They might've even believed in some other miracles mm-hmm. could happen. But, um, but the fact that they would basically shut down the existence of Jesus's bodily resurrection mm-hmm. based on, based on this pre presupposition, right. Mm-hmm. Based on this belief that they already had within them. Yeah. And so that's why I was kind of trying to take it to this point of like, okay, so in addition to, yes, I, I want you to believe in the resurrection. I also want to make sure you're not coming with presuppositions mm-hmm. that you've placed on God, right. Mm-hmm. That you're limiting God based on the way you think the world should work or, yeah. the, or the order, natural order should work. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was here, I think I heard you correctly when like, first of all, you need to step into faith to believe that bodily, rec- bodily rec- resurrection can happen. Yes. Um, Cause if you can't believe that, then you can't, <laughs> you can't have yeah. faith in Jesus Christ. That's what yeah. Paul's argument is. Yeah. But then out of that, if you can believe that, yeah, then why wouldn't we also believe that God can do miraculous things in yeah. the here and now? Am I being fair? In yeah. That? Interestingly enough, I might've actually, I think I said it the other way because I think Paul's saying it the other way. That Paul's saying, 
you have to first believe that miracles can happen. Mm -hmm. Then you have to believe that bodily resurrection can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. And that therefore it actually did happen to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like you can't rule out if you rule out these other things first, you've ruled out it happening to Jesus. Hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you say miracles can't happen, then you're saying the miracle, the resurrection can't happen. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I was trying to say. So, I mean, same thing, just, just slight, just slightly. Yeah. Just a lot logical order on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Where'd you get those four postures? That was interesting. Four postures is a, is a Novo thing. Okay. So yeah, it's the four postures of, I guess you'd say like approaching spiritual, supernatural things. Yeah. Um, One was nothing happens now. Two is everything happens every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Meaning every miracle happens every time. Yeah. Um, Number three is everything happens some of the time. Yeah. And then four is kind of a blend of that, but something happens every time. Right, right. That was new information for me to kind of run that grid through it. Yeah. What do you think of it? How'd that yeah, strike you? Yeah, it's good. And so you kind of leaned into three and four of like, okay, God can do whatever he wants <laughs> yeah. whenever he wants. Yeah. It doesn't mean he has to do it every time, Yeah. but there's, we need to be open to the fact that he could do it at any time. Yeah. So that that's the one that everything happens some of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Based yeah. on what God wants to do. Right. If God chooses to raise someone from the dead when I pray over them, yeah. that's God's, you know, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Crazy stuff. And then, and then the, out of that is something happens every time, like something yeah. Changes in me. Yeah. Every time I meet with God. Yeah. Plead with him, ask him to do things in my life. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah, exactly. Even if that's just comfort or if that's just processing sure. or if it's a partial healing, like there's been stories of like where people are like, oh, you know, like yeah. I, I don't know, like this, my back, I can't walk. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I found some relief. It's still, it's still like a thing. I'm not right. like, I can still sense that this issue's still there, but I'm right. able to walk around now, Yeah, you know, or whatever, like a partial healing is kind of a weird concept, but yeah. Well, partial in our mind, at least. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Partial to what we're asking for. Yeah. <laughs> and then you told the story that, um, you've told before, but yeah. in this context, it was really powerful. Just the idea of, you know, your parents having you as a, yeah. Miracle baby yeah. in a sense. And then, um, and then obviously having the diagnosis of leukemia, right. Just pretty like, even just think, I don't, I'm obviously not medical, but leukemia is a little baby serious. I mean, it's serious at any time in your no, life. Totally. Yeah. But at that stage. Yeah. Super. Yeah. And that you were miraculously healed. Yeah. That God placed his hand on you and said, I'm healing you. Yeah. Question for you though, cause this is maybe something that people could jump to or leap to maybe something that I don't think that you were wanting to say or that we want to say, but it wasn't the quality of your parents' faith in a sense that healed you. Like, in other words, God didn't respond to the, to the yeah. prayer, do a miracle because your parents said the right words or like, no, had like yeah, no, does no. that make sense? It's an everything happens some of the time yes. kind of moment. Yeah. yeah. So for whatever reason that I don't, I don't know. And I even, I get, I tell that story just cause it's like the miracle that's happened, the main miracle that's happened in my life, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like, it's relatable. I also, it's hard because it's just so like, why did it happen to, cause I even asked this, those questions, like, why did this happen to me? But it doesn't happen to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. And that's the kind of, that's almost like the point of that grid, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we can't say that never happens. Mm-hmm. We can't say that will happen no matter what, if you pray for it, it'll happen. Right. But it's like, mm-hmm. ah, like it does happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's about. 
Mm-hmm. And so I just have to trust God. Like, I don't think I'm, I also don't want to use that story as like, cause I've heard it, how people sometimes use these stories as these like kind of messianic complex leader types that will say this, this miracle happened to me. Therefore I'm like destined to be here and you must listen to me. Like I've actually like hmm. heard those things. Like that's a, that's even like, so I get scared because it's, it's like a thing about like narcissistic leaders that they mm. say. And I'm just like, Oh crud. I don't know. This is just like the story that like, I, you know, <laughs> like that you I know saying, of my like, life. Like, I don't know. It's just my story. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, and I, I think I can be, I don't know. I think I can have like an arrogance at times, but I really am like aware of my frailty and my mm. weakness. Like I, and I, so anyway, as a leader, like I'm not here trying to act in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all that to say, I'm just like, so, blessed it's not it's not from my parents yeah doing it a certain way i mean they did try to do it the way the bible commands us to do it Mm -hmm. you know where and i think i would honestly like wish more people maybe we need to like announce this almost more but that you can if you have a need you can call upon the elders of the church to come and pray over you lay hands on you anoint you with oil and and pray for healing Mm -hmm. and um that's in james 5 now that even that story of or that word of healing is like to be saved is like a mm-hmm. both a spirit it has like either a spiritual or a physical component to it mm-hmm. in james 5 so there can be a spiritual healing in your life of a saving work you know in you um that maybe it's like because they needed to meet god um or it's also um physical healing yeah. so um anyway like it doesn't just mean do this, you know, it's not a formula. Totally. Call elders, then you will be for sure get what you wanted out of the healing. Right. And I think that's what the grid has is, is helpful for mm-hmm. is that when we're talking about the supernatural and approaching God for the supernatural, mm-hmm. like kind of what you're saying, it's it's God's pr- provocative. It's his decision. Yeah, a little bit of yeah, a mystery yeah. of how it all works. Yeah. Yet, let's not let that hold us back from asking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's ask for sure. God calls us to ask. So we ask mm-hmm. and yeah. And then pray that our faith is increased in some way, you know? So S- side, side, side note for a Ooh, minute. Yes. Yes. So you tell the story, <laughs> God healing you from leukemia, but then having to go to the doctors every few months just to get your blood checked. Yes. Once a year. Once and a then year. you slipped out a new part of the story. I've never heard oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for 22 years. I've never heard this aspect. <laughs> Said you punched the doctor yeah. in one of your blood tests. Yeah. How old were you? I was, I don't know, like 17. No, no, no. Like nine or something. <laughs> nine. I don't know. That's older than I thought. Yeah, actually. Eight or nine, something like that. <laughs> What'd you do? What do you remember about that? I want to hear every detail. So of I story. super, I super remember it actually. So they was like, yep, we have to do the blood work again. And I was in your, it wasn't like at a phlebotomist, you know, now you would yeah. go to the lab and yeah. you go, it was just in my normal, the doctor pediatric. bed with the paper, yep. you know, the paper covering on the little bed in the pediatric office. And this was at St. Jude's in Fullerton. <laughs> and I told you, it's also the hospital I was born at. Um, and and it was the the man that was a friend of my family. Even they knew him. He was my doctor. He was actually, I don't know how this stuff worked back then, but he was like the OBGYN. He was the one that like birthed, you know, did the birthing part. I have that. And I think was I my that, pediatrician. I have that same story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like back then the pediatricians did the deliveries. Just did all that. Yeah. Unless we're missing something here. Yeah. But I don't know things change, whatever world. Yeah. But <laughs> so he comes in and I was just fed up with this. Like I was so sick of it, whatever. And he comes in and they, he, no, 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 I'm sorry. 
the nurse comes in to do it. And I was like, no. And like having like a tantrum or whatever. And they're like, okay, we got to get the doctor oh, to come in to help. We're calling in the and big yeah, guys. And he was like a big guy. And like, no. And I like tantrum, like, I'm not doing this. Like tantruming, like freaking out. And then I just, just swung and punched him like right in the face. What did he do? Yeah. And so then he held my arms down and my mom and dad and the nurses held my legs down. And I was literally like held down like you're a crazy person like insane asylum vibes and they held me down and then jabbed me you know and sucked my blood out of my body <laughs> it might have been after that i wonder they're like okay i guess the cancer's not coming back let's let this kid go <laughs> or even if we don't care anymore just <laughs> stop doing this let him, let him die and just <laughs> oh that's amazing so that's exactly what i was hoping for in that story yeah yeah, yeah. full tantrum just wow that yeah, was bad but whatever. Yeah. You How know. do you feel about giving blood now whenever you have to? I still have to like take a breath and yeah. kind of calm myself and be like, you're a grown up. You need to not be scared. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But I don't know what it was in the last decade at some point, maybe 10 years ago or something. It feels like needles got really good. Yeah. They're really thin. And they, yeah, I, so it doesn't hurt at all. I feel like, yeah, I don't know how you feel about it. Well, I had eye surgery where they put a needle in. I'm watching it go into my eye. Yes. After that, I'm like, yes, nothing's bad. That's terrifying. <laughs> my gosh. <sighs> my dad has to do, have that done to him. Really? Like to, something like sucking the gas. There's something with gas or mm -hmm. I don't know, glaucoma or something. Jeez. I don't know, whatever. But um, that's scary. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. After that, it's not. You punch the doctor. Yeah. But I do have to like take a breath, like kind of like. <sighs> yeah. Does it calm yourself? But I don't look. Do you look? No. Yeah, when you get a shot of some sort? No. no, no I don't no. look, yeah. No. I don't like looking. <laughs> kind of freaks me out. <laughs> oh, uh, All right, so that was a little side-side yes. tangent. Hedge, well, of, hedge of protection, don't protection, and then punching the doctor. Yep. So, yeah, you had these four postures, supernatural. Yep. And then the diagram we've mentioned maybe once or twice here at Calvary. Forgive me if I'm yeah, at least wrong once. on that, or at least some internal stuff about no, no, we the, did it once in stage. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. About the word deed power. Yes, word deed power. Tell us again what you mean by that. So this is also from Novo, which again, Novo is a missions agency that also does like equipping of pastors and churches and uh, N-O-V-O. And they've got some great resources on some things. And they have some great ways of wording some of this stuff that's like in the realm of like supernatural, spiritual authority, prayer, Holy Spirit stuff. They just have a great way of kind of like wording it that's not too weird even i think some of it's still like i don't like necessarily agree with everything that they teach mm -hmm. uh, about it but um but they do a pretty good job of this um but yeah word deed power that whole thing so word bible truth like that kind of stuff is necessary deeds serving caring for people the poor all of that like acts of service good deeds that's deed power um miracles holy spirit prayer like god you know experiencing God in some sort of way that sure. feels like it's kind of in that realm of the supernatural spiritual yeah. warfare, that kind of stuff. That's like power. Um, and so you need all three, mm -hmm. right? All three are important to accomplish the mission of God. Mm -hmm. So for them, like as a missions agency, they're saying, Hey, look, you can't just go in and just go stand on a street corner and just, just preach Bible at people all day. And only that, right? Like that you need to, you know, or else you're missing something. You also can't just go and feed people 
and only that and never do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you shouldn't also just go and like, go try to like pray for miracles and like only that, right. Right. That you also need to preach the truth yeah. and you need to also serve the poor or serve yeah. those in need in some way. You need all of it. Well, yeah. I mean, just attaching, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm maybe more of a word guy. I don't mean to say that like in a, well, no, I said that everybody has a, t- yeah, has like maybe like a bent or something, inclination, but yeah. like word would be like second Timothy three sixteen, like all mm-hmm. scriptures, useful, profitable for teaching correction. Yeah. Um, and then power would be the book of acts. <laughs> just read yeah. the book of acts. It's yeah. like, which I hope we eventually think we're going to get to acts at some point. Luke yeah, acts yeah. Um, the book of acts is just about the power of the supernatural of God intervening, leading yeah. the first century church. And then deed would be like Matthew 22, like love your God, your heart, mind, soul, and strength. But, you know, out of that, love your neighbor. Yes. So it's a sense of the great commandment. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like all those are flowing together, mm-hmm. um, exactly. hopefully in harmony and unity yeah. and balance. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they're all needed. And so like a lot of times people are like you, uh, you know, where you feel more wired one way than you. That means you think that way is the right way. Mm hmm. Um, it's interesting cause like word people have an argument that you can say, well, you learn about deed and power through the word sure. and that's true, yeah. but it doesn't make those then less important just cause they weren't the source of learning about mm-hmm. them. But that's where it does need to be that word is the kind of the found, like it is a foundational way to learn about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's like, yeah, if you just start, I know it's, it's hard too, because like, it does say even in the scriptures that people will be able to know about Christ even without the scriptures, hmm. right? Like it's it's kind of wild, like in some sort of societies, I don't know, like it's like, hey, you should even be able to know that there's, there is there is the one true God hmm. um, mm-hmm. in Romans 1, I think it is, right? right? Um, but that's a challenge. Um, yeah. So anyway, and then you could say, well, if I just go pray, like, prayer is the work, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> that, that kind of, exp- that kind of thought. And yeah. so maybe if you, is that just enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it is, but I don't, you know, it yeah. feels like you, you need all of it to come together. I was thinking yesterday too, I'm like, I mean, this is my own short sightedness. I've only worked at one church in my life, but I haven't seen a ton of churches that have really a great balance of word deed power. Right. Typically a church is really heavy emphasizing one, one, yeah. or I'd even use the word terminology. I don't know if this was like correct, but like good at one. At one. Yeah, sure. Sure. So there's a church that's like amazing or a Christian that's amazing at, yep. um, at just serving the poor, but never gives the reason for why they're doing it. Yep. Um, or never even intervenes some of the supernatural of like, Hey, this, you're struggling physically, but there's also a spiritual component of struggle that yeah. I want to intervene or get into. And then you see other examples too of people abusing power. That one's maybe a little bit more obvious because it feels pretty sensational. It feels yeah. like at times you see um, churches or Christians doing, trying to do supernatural things and it feels weird yeah. in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes we shrink back from that. But then you also see churches that are maybe only word, but just don't feel loving at all. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think the. What, our hope here at Calvary is that we could practice all three yep. in a way that honors the Lord, glorifies him. Yep. Uh, and probably the power one's the one that's we haven't really talked a lot about. And I'm not trying to bash anyone in the past here at Calvary, but yeah, it's just yeah. typically not been one that's yeah. maybe been as strengthened as much. Yeah. And our core, I think our, our foundation here earlier years, I mean, we were definitely, I mean, 
like we started as a fundamentalist church. So it's like was word was like mm-hmm. the strong and, and we even started out of a, a climate that was social justice yeah. as gospel. Right. So it was like veering away from the truth of the yeah, scriptures. The whole inerrancy with the, the German theologians were really yeah. coming into prominence and, yeah. and attacking theology, yeah. you know, and some of that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. So Calvary church started to be like, no, the word has to be held strong, yeah. which was good. That's really super good. We yeah. need to do that. Yeah. Um, and then I think we actually did really well then sort of then moving towards more deed, mm-hmm. especially even you think like a long time ago when we were World War II era, right? Yeah. When we were caring for the World War II soldiers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even missionaries <clears throat> sending yeah. out so many. And sending out missionaries, which missionaries can be not necessarily doing deeds, mm-hmm. but I mean, they could be missionaries and go out doing word, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but they, but likely, but likely doing deeds, but but yeah, like just but serving the sort of the poor and needy in our community, uh, these care and concern days that kind of rose up in the probably like the 90s here at Calvary. Right. Mm-hmm. And then into like the local reach efforts that we've been doing where mm-hmm. that care and concern day now is like neighbor good right. and serving refugees and, you know, like all sorts of ways we're trying to do good deeds. But we always talk about good deeds lead to good news. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. You need deeds, you need the word, you need the good news. And then you like, but that's the thing without then the power of God Mm -hmm. involved in that in some way, it can be sort of just, it can be like powerless actions. Right. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There's a sense that, and you said this on Sunday that do we have an expectation that God's going to show up? Mm -hmm. I think the thing I'd caution with just all of us, myself is we don't need to, (laughs) have like a form we don't need to like formally gather for god to show up right like yeah. god's working in individually in all of us all the time yeah but when we do corporately get together is there an expectation of like ah, oh, we're just here yeah. yeah or like oh and you got pretty emotional about this yesterday too like just yeah. i'm just praying that that you'd be moved and transformed and changed right. every time we gather right um what was even behind that for you because were you surprised at some of your emotion in that moment or in yeah, I mean, I think the the key point I was trying to make at that point was I don't want you to just know about God. I yeah. want you to know God yeah. intimately, to really know him, to experience his love in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe even some of that emotion has come out of like the way God has met me in that and how mm-hmm. transformative it has been to operate then out of receiving his love first mm-hmm. and then loving him and others like out of that. Mm-hmm. I think like I want that for people to not just be going through the motions, to not just be doing things out of obligation and duty yeah. or guilt, um, or not just be, yeah, I don't know, just showing up to church with no sort of with no supernatural expectation, right? Mm-hmm. God, like we we're coming here, like we want to see you move in some way in this body, whether that means God show up. It's like a weird, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, but like I want to see God like use us, move in us, like have us experience, Mm. um, healing inner and outer, you know, Mm -hmm. like experience that and to feel empowered and commissioned and and all of those things that you want, that you see, even in the scriptures, what is the Holy spirit power doing? Holy spirit was, yes, there was healing work, but again, it was like all so that the mission of God would be accomplished. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the father's love would be proclaimed and known. Yeah. So I just want people to know God, not just know about God. Right. And I do feel like we still, even though I think we're growing in this, have a lot of people in our church that 
have a lot of knowledge about God, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know if they have a real sense of like a, an intimacy with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm praying for that for him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think there's, I'll riff a little bit. I'm not even sure where I'm going to go with this exactly, mm-hmm. but the idea of like, you can know, like in my case, you can know my spouse Yeah. and the more I get to know about her, the more I enjoy experiencing life with her yeah. and loving her yeah. and feeling her love. I think maybe what I'm even hearing you say is like, it's not just thinking like, Oh yeah, I know enough. Mm-hmm. And I can just kind of push my wife away. Like, okay, I've, I've learned yeah. enough and yeah. now I can just kind of go on with my own life. Yep. But it's actually knowledge fuels intimacy yep. with the idea of like, okay, help me not to know just enough. And then I just kind of yep. stop, but like, help me keep growing right. in my knowledge and, an experience and love of this daily relationship with God. Yeah. I think my other caution though, is that we don't just, and then don't just wait for Sundays to do that. <laughs> no, of course not. But like that's like, it's a Monday through yeah. Sunday type experience where yeah, you're experiencing 100%. the word, the deed, the power of God. And then we bring that corporately together. Totally. When we meet. Totally. Totally. Hopefully there wasn't any, I, I never intended there to be anything said that was about Sunday morning. That's not what I'm so, saying at okay, all. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying good, that good, I think good. that's yeah. Especially with like younger Christians, I saw this yeah. as a youth pastor a lot. Yeah, where I would see um, just my high school kids when I was pastoring over them. Yeah, go. Oh, you got to go to this church oh, yeah. or this spot because God's doing radical things there. Yeah. And it's all about being at that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do believe, I mean, look at the Jesus Revolution movie. Like there's times when God yeah. does really cool things in really particular places. Like when we pray over the Calvary Church, right, right on Sundays. Exactly, exactly. And yet, if you're just coming to a spot, yes. <laughs> I think yes. you're missing yes. the other six days, yes. 24 hours that you could be with God. Yeah, like so many things, it's such a both and. Because it's sure, like, yeah. you know, because it's just like, yeah, we're praying that there, this is a thin place between... Mm-hmm. between heaven and earth, natural, supernatural, so that people come and have an, an experience God, not just know about God. Yeah. But then, but then it's like, yeah, wholeheartedly that should be taking place on like the chair in your living room right. or sit in your backyard or in your drive to work or whatever. Yeah. Always should be happening. But I was, I liked like when you're just like talking about the thing with like you and your wife, but it was just like, you know, how there's that stage early on in your mm-hmm. relationship where you, you're learning all about her. Like mm-hmm. you're learning about her. Like you really are like, okay, what, are, what is she like? Not mm-hmm. like what were, what was it like when she grew up? Like, what's her story? What's like, you know, I don't know. What are mm-hmm. the best ways to connect with her and her heart even mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you learn so much about her and so that you keep learning more about her as you go, but also you can just sit and hold her mm-hmm and have no words you're not learning anything about her in that moment you're just being with her mm-hmm. in love and intimacy and care and and that and that is enough mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. right and you want to keep learning more about her then later and after you know mm-hmm. and and then to have even and so you have these like moments of just being with but then also like learning more about yeah keep, i like that keep on both and both and both and yep. both and yep. both and that's what that's yeah, what's kind of interesting with our relationship with God. It's an active yeah. relationship that we can just enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's huh. cool. So um, yeah. So that's Sunday and people have been kind of yeah. asking me, they're like, huh, something's been up, you know, the last few weeks we've talked a bit about this on the pod, but yeah. um, just kind of trying to give a little bit more room in worship and out of the messages for people to respond. Right. Yep. Or just to have even some own reflection time. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this Sunday seemed like a, pretty big outpouring of response 
I mean, just kind of like not often we have like lines of people to be prayed over. And um, that was I had just like five people or something I prayed with that were really special moments of prayer time. Mm. I'm going to tell all their secrets now. So the first person was named. <laughs> just kidding. He's in, he's in a game that turned against the U.S. Yeah, he's yeah. Matt Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like deep stuff, you know, and so yeah. people are going through stuff. And and part of that was like my heart is. You guys, we all have all sorts of deep stuff. We all have stuff we're mm. processing or or dealing with or suffering or struggling. Mm-hmm. And we got to bring that in prayer to the Lord. And you can do that on your own, sure. But like there is something helpful about in community, like coming, yeah. bringing that kind of to the altar of the Lord saying, God, this yeah. is the the miracle I need in my life. Mm-hmm. God, I pray him for that. So like if you're here and you're in church already, yeah, let's like use the time well totally. right like I come and like bring that to god share with each other yeah you know share each other's burdens yes. and celebrations and yeah yeah that's even part of i think coming for to be expectant okay i'm here yeah to share about things that matter and it doesn't mean i have to walk up to somebody as soon as i see one on sunday morning when we gather and like guess what <laughs> yeah exactly but or how was that thing you prayed about right. yeah but they're we should expect that, right? Yeah. We should expect a spiritual brother and sisterhood here that yep. goes beyond the surface into the supernatural. Yep. Yep. Huh. That's cool. All right. One more random thing. Mm-hmm. You told a story about making the team. <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't hear any of the story because it was just PTSD for me. Oh, no. Of <laughs> I was in high school oh, no. and I was playing baseball and I was kind of, I was close to not making the team. And they posted it like on the PE door or whatever yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. And there was, I was a junior, there was a senior and the senior was walking up the steps. I'll never forget this. I'm walking down the steps to see the posting. Yeah. And he goes, don't worry about going down there. You didn't make it Don." <gasps> and I was like, I did it. And I remember just feeling crushed at that moment. Oh, like so I didn't mean. make like baseball's over for me. Oh no. And he didn't say a word, but I'm like, well, I'll go down there anyway and just see who made it. <gasps> and I go down, and my name's on there. And I was like, ah, oh, he was just messing with me. And like, <laughs> it was so scary. But I also did have a thing in basketball where I went and looked at it Oof. and I did not make the basketball team. So that's the, literally when you're sharing, that's all I was thinking that's about was my own high school I know, I know, I know. It's a, <laughs> it was such a like sort of a silly story anyways, because it's just, I mean, not silly, but it's just to like show you that something can be true whether or not someone says that's the way things work normally <laughs> yeah. you know so all of that just sure. to get there but it, yeah i know it did probably just get everybody stressing about their <laughs> when their sports team tryouts or whatever there's got to be a better way to like inform people they make a team I know. the posting it in front of everybody is just brutal and everybody walks up and like they, they they put that in tv shows like with the school musical too or yeah. something like that you know what part did you get or whatever I don't know. I don't think do they, they do this anymore. Do well, I don't think they do this with um, grades anymore. But when I was growing up too, didn't you like, you'd look on a, they'd post the grade, they'd have your school number, your ID number, and then you'd go across the line and see like you got a 92 on the test. Oh. Right? I don't remember that. Maybe that was just. <laughs> I don't know if I ever had that happen. Huh. I don't know. That's crazy though. Unless it was like some sort of. Not SAT test because that's yeah. getting mailed to you, but some yeah. sort of like big test like that. Right. That's interesting. Do they still like, so like when your kids, you know, like your kid just made the baseball team. So yeah. is that an email now or is that posted? How's that work? Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was an email, but it, it scared him because it said, um, 
dear player. <laughs> and didn't say his name. He's like, I hope. Is this actually supposed to be me? <laughs> yeah, where's my name on this list somewhere? Right. Yeah, oh gosh, that is scary. Dear player, you have been accepted to the team. That's actually how I got my job here at Calvary. I interviewed with Eric and then no. he said, I'll tomorrow around noon, just go check the worship center glass. I went up there. Yeah, exactly. It's like Matt Doan. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you worked here before, I even worked here. <laughs> oh. All right. And then one last thing, one last thing, ooh, one last ooh, thing. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Bad company corrupts good character. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a total thing people say, right? Like, bad company corrupts good morals. Sometimes yeah. that's how, like, I forget what the other, I didn't, I forget what the way, like, the King James Version says it, but mm-hmm. that's probably like the, what the expression is more like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting, Athenian from an Athenian playwright. So a play from Athens that like, uh, it's interesting when Paul like does that, when he picks up on language from, from other sources. Hmm. And, uh, so, but he's saying, Hey, those people, the bad company that will corrupt your good character are these people that don't believe that the resurrection could possibly happen. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be hanging out with, it wasn't, you know, cause people use that expression all the time for right. don't hang out with people that, you know, do drugs and sex, drugs, rock and roll, right. all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, they aren't talking about cessationists or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I know. Isn't that interesting? Huh? So I don't know how that hits you. Yeah. I'd never, heard, I had never yeah. heard that context before. I know. I know. Yeah. It's so first yeah. Corinthians 15, it's good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. This Sunday, it's like even kind of more interesting stuff about, um, our, our bodies in the next life. Mm. What are the resurrected bodies like? So, yeah, there's some interesting thoughts in there. So I'll be, uh, I'll be telling you, I'm not going to say any of these weird heresies. Like pastor Dave Mitchell says, <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> uh, I wonder if I should bring that up. Do you think I should bring that up? So, yeah, you so, should. Cause on stage, even right now, I don't even know if Calvary family remembers this, but we remember it yeah. that Dave holds to this idea that, then the resurrected body, you're 33. Yes. That's how Jesus was aged when he was resurrected. Yes, exactly. And so then I always would challenge him and say, so does that mean everybody's going to be a Jewish man? <laughs> I mean, because how far do you take this? Like, sure. just because it's the same age, like what does would, that? Would you want to be 33 in heaven? Were you, were you happy <laughs> with your 33 year, 33 year? I don't know, man. I think that might've been a little period of letting myself go. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe like a, a prime 33-year-old, you know? It's like a Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo when he was 33 yeah. or something. Or like, right. I don't know. Right. Oh, that's great. So I'm like, what did like Arnold Schwarzenegger look like at 33? Just yeah. ripped. I don't, whenever I meet someone or know someone that turned 33, I'm always like, this is your Jesus year. That's what I say too. Yeah. That's what I say too. That's so funny. I just had lunch with Wes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Wes 30 Cummings, 33. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I have one more, two more things. Ooh, yes. And then we're wrapping up. I don't know no, what no, time no. we're at. No, we're good. Okay. Go as long as we want. Um, I do have a correction, retraction. Okay. So faithful listener Don Baylor <gasps> pulled me aside and said, um, I made this big point a few weeks ago about Jesus reading the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. But oh, his point was... Hebrew well, Bible? Well, oh, go ahead. No, no, it was... Well, what else is he supposed to read? There wasn't the New Testament. Like I was making this point, like, yeah, Jesus read the Old Testament. He's like, but there was no <laughs> there New Testament. There was no New Testament to I was read. Like, Good point, man. Good point. Yeah. So I just want to retract trying to make an argument that Jesus 
read the Old Testament. Well, in lieu of the New Testament. Oh yeah, because is, is <laughs> were you? Does it feel like you were saying it in lieu? Maybe of the maybe New Testament? that's what it sounded like. Because that's still, not what I meant. But he that's still what it sounded did like. read it. Although I think we would call it the Tanakh or the Hebrew Bible. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, that's true. So yeah. a little correction retraction. All right. All right. All right. That. All right. That's all I got. Still did read it though. <laughs> you did read it. See, like Jesus. Well, you're preaching on uh, soon on Jesus um, reading from the scroll of Isaiah, mm-hmm. Isaiah 61. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is really good. I have high expectations for that sermon, Matthew. I'm actually going to bring out a <laughs> scroll from Isaiah. Oh, yeah. Please do. <laughs> go find one. Yeah. Just go down to the Museum of Dead Sea Scrolls and say, can I borrow? <laughs> can I borrow Isaiah just real quick? No big deal. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, any emails? No, no, no emails. Wow. Straight up, no emails. It's terrible. I don't know. The people don't love us. Just that's the thing, guys. It's not just that, you know, we just feel hurt. We just feel hurt. Well, it just kind of feels like we're speaking to the walls. Yeah, they they rose up when we uh, they rose up when we did wrong and didn't meet them at the flagpole. <laughs> Maybe they feel hurt, and so now they're not writing in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Podcast at calvarylife.org. I've thought about putting up one of those little, uh, you know, on Instagram how you could do like a little thing that's like ask me any question, like a little bubble yeah. on the story, like yeah. maybe doing that kind of a thing on a couple things people can ask questions right but then they can't ask too long and serious of a question or else it gets hard because <laughs> we we're just kind of slow-minded <laughs> we are. well especially by the time we record this on a monday afternoon we get into one hour in or something right yeah we but, do maybe maybe that's our problem we're not asking the right question to get yeah, responses back or in the right format because i think nobody wants to open their email and email us is my guess okay i'll ask a question okay who do you think will have a better season, the Angels or the Oakland A's? Oh, boy. Is there an option C <laughs> for nobody? Anybody can, else? For who cares? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think uh, Angels for sure. Ooh. A's are terrible. Yeah, they are. I can't argue that. Although, so are Angels. Yeah. What do you think about Shohei Otani oh. striking out Mike Trout? It was such an incredible thing to watch. Yeah. But, and whatever happened, right? If Trout yeah. got a homer, it was like just amazing. Yeah. Shohei Atani throwing 102 yes. miles an hour. And then I read that the slider, he threw his last pitch. It was three balls, two strikes. Otani throws this slider, which slides kind of like right to left across home plate. It was like something like 30% more break than the average slider in the major leagues. Oh, so it was like almost an impossible pitch wow. to hit. So the world, this is the world, if you don't know what we're talking about, this world baseball classic. It's kind of like World Cup for baseball. Yeah. Sort of new. Yeah, sort of new. The only difference, so I heard it's like, because it's like the countries that are in it are really getting into it now. Yeah. But the problem is, is there are only like eight countries that yeah. are actually like have a chance of doing good sure. or something. But uh, there's a few, there's definitely more countries in it, but it's not... It's not yet quite as big as soccer, unfortunately. Yeah, Christian Lopes, who went here for a bit, Calvary now lives in Florida. He was on Team Brazil, wow. which was super cool. Yeah. Uh, and his brother Tim, um, but they Brazil didn't quite make the final oh, okay, okay. rounds of it. So yeah, it's still ways to go as far as making it a world thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more world than the World yeah. Series, at least. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Japan, U.S. in the finals last week. Yeah. And then at the ninth inning. It was Trout versus Shoei Otani. Yeah, it was that's such pretty a cool. Teammates battling each other. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Did you watch it? No. 
Oh, I just watched highlights. Yeah, there's like a whole you can go yeah. online and see like just that at bat. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, baseball season starts later this week. I know you must be excited. I'm really excited. So uh, I'm not, but it's fine. <laughs> I still I'm very curious to see if what the um, pitch clock's going to do to baseball. Yeah, this there's year. some new rules in yes. Major League Baseball. The bases are bigger. <laughs> really? And you can't um, shift. So you said the defense oh, last yeah. year was really kind of messing things up. Yep. And so now the shortstop has to stay on the third base side of the infield. Yep. Second base has to stay on the left side. They can't move back and forth. Interesting. And then the pitch clock. So the games are going like half hour. This will be good for you. Yes, They're I like know. half hour faster in spring training so far yeah. this year. So the games won't maybe drag quite as long. See, that's good. That's good. Especially for TV. Yeah. I like the drag um, when you're there. If you're it's there. It's fun to just chat with a yeah. friend. It's like, but it's sort of sad if your sport is like the best place to have a good conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is just fun. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. So I, that's what I love about it. I love going to baseball games. Yeah. I just we can't. We love it. So it, if anybody has yeah, tickets, they want to Absolutely love it. But I just think it's virtually unwatchable on TV for me, for me. Hmm. But I also am a soccer fan and a Formula One fan. And <laughs> people don't understand how I can watch for like an hour and a half cars just driving around <laughs> but i like love it it's so weird guess what i'm doing on my day off this week Ooh, what? i'm uh test driving cars as part of a survey what? i don't know somehow i got selected and i like what? turned in something so i don't know what kind of car oh, or okay. what but i have to go to pasadena and i'm like driving cars for two hours and i have to like fill out a survey and then you get paid you, you get, get paid, paid for it that's yeah. amazing that'd be cool <laughs> if it was like a really fancy car i don't know so I drop my, you know, our kids go to this school where there's lots of wealthy people yeah. and I drop my kid off it. They'll, they would never listen to this podcast, but I'm not going to give any specifics, <laughs> but I dropped my kid off at a house last week at a friend's house and there was a full on Ferrari Whoa. in the driveway Whoa. and like the other two cars were like super fancy cars themselves. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, it's so funny because instantly I think, hmm, how could I possibly get to drive this Ferrari? <laughs> How did that conversation go? Like, I know, I know. Hey, so my car's not is in the shop for a few days. Do you mind if I borrow one of your cars? Maybe your Ferrari? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just and it's like the classic, like red, whatever, like wow. that red, like looks like a Ferrari. Ferrari. I'd be so scared to drive something like that. Oh, I know, because part of me just wants to be straight up. Like, hey, I know you own this. My dream is just to ever have driven one once for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Could I just accomplish that dream now? Mm -hmm. And then just see if the, the dad would just be like, no, <laughs> you should do it. You leave now. We had a bummer. I, I didn't even meet the parents. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was actually picking up. I yeah. valley parked um, for a couple of years oh, in my yeah. 20s. And so every once in a while we'd get like a Ferrari or like just a super souped out car. Yeah. Souped out cars. <laughs> souped up. Yeah, souped up car <laughs> to show up. But the bummer was, is that whenever there was a super fancy car, we wouldn't park it. We would leave it up front. Oh, that's right. Because it'd kind of make like, make it look, look at all these fancy cars here. I know. So I was always sad. But <sighs> got yeah. to drive some cool cars. That's cool. That'd be kind of fun, actually. All right. Well, you can rent too. Like in I know in Newport, you can like for an hour. Yeah. Rent a Ferrari. Yeah. There's this. Um, I found this. Um, giving them a little free advertising on the pod, <laughs> but I found this rental. It's called Turo. I think. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that Turo? Yeah, we signed up for it when we were on a trip one time. It's like an Airbnb yeah. of car rental. With cars. Yeah, and so 
you can you can get like a fancy one for just the day. Yeah. Like if you wanted to just go drive up the coast or something yeah. for a little bit. So you could like you could accomplish like a dream for a couple hundred Yeah, my bucks sister-in-law for my brother my brother turned 40 and they're yeah. missionaries. They live very frugally. Right. And right. on his 40th birthday, she um toured a Porsche 911 yeah, for him and so he got to drive it. That's a cool. But I don't know, for me that stressed me out. Like what if you crash? I mean, I, I know. know there's probably insurance stuff with there it, is, but it's there like is, but still. Yeah. I know I'd be so nervous too. And it, what I'd also be nervous about is making bad choices. <laughs> so I think I'd be way capable of like all of a sudden trying to drive like a race car driver or something, you know, <laughs> watching too much Formula You're One. Just a Formula One junkie. <laughs> oh, there's a place too in Long Beach that you can actually like, I think it's a Porsche. Um, oh yeah. That's off the 405. Yeah. yeah I've seen that I've place. Seen it. And yeah. I've talked, I know two people who've done the, it's the Porsche experience. Mm-hmm. It's called, it's super cool cash it's oh, it expensive is. yeah okay. but it's like supposed to be like super cool like uh, you do like you can do like drifting turns and then parts where you go really fast around corners and stuff like that so wow. yeah it's supposed to be really cool Amazing. i talked to this one guy that has done it he does not go to church here or anything but i talked to this one guy that has done it like 10 times or something <laughs> and i'm just like bro you got a lot of disposable income <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time on his hands <laughs> yeah yeah but this guy ended up buying like a car that he like a cheap like an old like miata that he kind of converted into like Whoa. a race car and goes yeah. out to like one of these racetracks out in the ie somewhere yeah and like races people in it you know that so. was my dream car when i was in yeah, i know the Mazda miata it's yeah. so funny dude uh, anyways <laughs> okay yeah now you're really like now you're truly in it i'm just eric and doe and talking a little coffee <laughs> old men <laughs> just yeah i want to drive a cool car but I'm thinking about, okay, so I'm thinking about using this Turo thing coming up in May. Yeah. Because I have to go to Denver for like a greater Europe mission thing. Uh-huh. And I was looking on just like the normal, like national yeah. or Hertz or whatever. And the rental cars are crazy expensive, mm-hmm. crazy expensive, like up to like 75, hundred bucks a day, yeah. you know? And I'm like, Ugh, this is super dumb. I feel like this yeah. costs more than my plane flight. Right. So then I was looking on Turo and you can get like something, you can get like a forerunner for like 40 bucks a day. Yeah. But I'm just like nervous about it for some reason. Cause it's kind of a new technology, like a new app. Right. Right. So yeah. New ish, newer. So yeah. anyway, if anybody out there, if you could email podcast at calvarylife.org, <laughs> if we should trust Ooh. Turo or not, you know, or do you have another option or another option? Or yeah. do you have a friend in Denver or do you have a Ferrari, <laughs> a Ferrari in Denver? Do you know someone that has a Ferrari in Denver that Eric could borrow for two days? That would actually be so funny to show up to that in a Ferrari because all the people, some, most of the other people on the board are like these like pretty successful business sure. people, and you know, and then you're I'm, the one I'm that's the in pastor. ministry. Yeah. yeah. And the roll in and the Ferrari would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but yeah, let's make that dream happen, people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're getting excited for Easter. We've got, um, yeah, last kind of thing of just like some stuff coming up. So, obviously, Palm Sunday, then this Sunday, then we um, have Holy Week, and we have Mm -hmm. that. um, You go to CalvaryLife.org and you'll find our Holy Week prayer guide. Yeah. um, So, that can help you just with a little sort of just some prayer time, spiritual preparation as you lead towards Easter Sunday. And uh, then we have our Passover Seder mm-hmm. on Thursday Still night. spots open for that? Yeah, definitely still spots open okay. for that because we haven't like super hard promoted it yet. We're going to okay. hard promote it this Sunday with a table. So that stuff. usually sells out. <clears throat> it does usually sell out. So we shall see. So we'd love for you to to join us. Um, and then uh, so that's that uh, that Thursday, like the 6th, I think it is. And then 
the next day, the seventh is Good Friday. Hmm. And then we have our Resurrection Sunday services that are, we have our um, 6.30. Yeah, 6.30 sunrise service, 9, 9 o'clock, English ASL. 11 a.m. Spanish. And then Logos Mandarin also meets yep. at 11. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Awesome. I don't know, probably forgot something, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, always calvarylife.org. You can find out all the yep. info you need. So yep. thanks you, thanks to appreciate you, Matthew. You. Yeah, appreciate you guys. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.